Hi, my name is Leticia Melendez, and this is My Life Wildlife. I am the Deputy Refuge Manager here at Eisenbeck National Wildlife Refuge. I've always had an interest in animals ever since I was a child. I am originally from El Paso, Texas, and my father was an avid hunter, so he, on his vacations, would always take us to parks and National Wildlife Refuges, and I was in awe of the feeling I got when I was on those, you know, great lands in God's country. And, you know, when you went to these places and visited them, you could see and hear the excitement in the interpreters when they were educating and and doing the outreach and getting the communities involved. And all of that just encompassed a feeling within me, but was just so deep down inside, and I didn't know how to pursue that, and was in the medical field for 13 years. I worked in dialysis. I, I specialized in dialysis. When I started working for uh, a veterinarian and doing uh, rehab on um, raptors and a red-tailed hawk that came into the clinic flew into the windshield of a oncoming car when it sat in the cage and was in shock and didn't really know it's, what was going on in its surroundings. It was so vulnerable. And the fact that uh, I didn't know what this bird was going to do, I didn't know how it was going to react to me, but I had to put some <laughs> some gloves on. You know, the veterinarian tells me, here, we're going to get this, this red-tailed hawk out of this cat carrier, and I just can't imagine how I'm going to do that when I've got this big bird staring at me. And so he threw a towel over the crown of the red-tailed hawk, which kind of gives him a sense of security and asked me just to reach in carefully and and grab right in between the talons and hold the wings down and just come right on out of the cat carrier. And I did that. And the talons just opened up and were the most scariest things to see. Those are, you know, surgically sharp. And he grabbed a towel and put a towel right into the talon of the red-tailed hawk. And those talons just came right down on that towel and he did the same to the other. And so now we've got both talons occupied and uh, free of danger at that point. And so I stepped back and he asked two of the technicians to grab the wings and pull the wings all the way out as far as they can go. And so now I've got the body of this red-tailed hawk right in front of me. The wingspan five feet, you know, and these technicians are holding the tips of the wingspan, supporting the wing and the doctor is ever so gently doing a examination of the wings, checking for any broken bones. And after he does a thorough in- inspection and checks and makes sure that the wings are okay, they bring the wings back in and then he takes the towel off the crown of, of the red-tailed hawk. And so now I've got this red-tailed hawk with these beautiful eyes that are you know, solid yellow in the back and, and black and piercing at me with this huge yellow beak and it's just, you know, tilting its head back and forth and staring right at me. And I'm thinking, oh, what am I, what's going to happen here? And we're eye to eye. And it was at that moment that I got this rush within me. It was a, an adrenaline rush. And it was one that was just heightened to the point where I, don't, I didn't know whether I wanted to cry or whether I wanted to scream and just let this bird go because I just didn't know 
what to expect, but yet I still felt calm enough to embrace what I was actually seeing and actually experiencing. So after the examination was done and we put the bird back in the cat carrier and through the rehabilitation, it just brought all of that childhood exposure that my parents introduced me to, it just brought it up to the surface and it just, it didn't just knock on the door, it blew the door wide open and said, this is, this is what you want to do. And that's the awakening moment for me. A friend of mine that I was working with, who was attending New Mexico State University at the time, she was in what is called the SCEP program. And through that program, it enables college students to work with the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service in the summer and ultimately gaining a degree in wildlife management is what she was going for. And uh, she convinced me to, to re-enroll in college and get a degree as she was and went home and contemplated on where my life was and what I wanted to do. And I went ahead and made the decision at 38 to get back into college and pursue this awakening passion within me. Graduated with a degree in wildlife management and started my career on the East Coast and worked at Back Bay National Wildlife Refuge for four years and then moved up to Cambridge, Maryland where I worked at Blackwater for two years. To me, I was just trying to figure out where I wanted to go. I already knew that I was where I wanted to be, but now where do I go from here and grow in my career? So they ultimately suggested putting Alaska in my career path. And I had never even thought of ever moving to Alaska. And by that following May, I was moving to Cold Bay, Alaska. And that was in 2011. It was overwhelming when I got to Alaska as the plane landed and I could see the landscape that was absolutely amazing, gorgeous, the, the mountaintops very different from, you know, the desert. The desert has its beauty in El Paso, but it was a very stark contrast to what I was used to and brought up with. So it was amazing to, to see. It was, it was shocking, but also exciting at the same time. So we are very, very remote. The population here is approximately 50 and we influx in the summertime oh, to about 125. And so all your entertainment is basically in God's country. You are hunting, you are fishing, and just enjoying all of what we have here in this remote area to enjoy. It's probably 300 days out of the year we have cloud cover, so the sunshine is something that we embrace and make sure that we're out in when we do get it, but very remote and, and people find it very challenging to live in such a remote area. When you sit on the bluff right behind my house, you have a full view of the bay. And in the surrounding area, if you just do a 360, you're surrounded by active volcanoes, snow-topped uh, mountains, and uh, the, the water is just breathtaking. And that all grounds me and is 
brings me joy. Russell Creek is about a mile to two miles away from where I live, and you can sit in your vehicle and actually watch the bears fish, and they pounce on the on the uh, salmon. You can see them playing in the water. You can see them jumping on these on these salmon and you know fighting with them as the salmon's just flipping all over in their mouth and they're they're trying to walk up onto the bank and they get up onto the bank and once they get up onto the bank you can actually watch them as they tear apart the the salmon and then just look about while they're eating and just being able to witness that in real time just so close it has been the most exciting thing for me and it's and it was like clockwork i could get in my truck at six o'clock in the evening and drive out to russell creek and i would be guaranteed to see at least eight or nine bears romping around jumping around trying to catch that salmon taking it up to the bank and enjoying their catch sometimes i could go out there and go fishing and i would be casting my line and would be just reeling it in slowly and slowly just reeling it in reeling it in and all of a sudden an eagle comes and dips down and touches the water and then comes right back up in front of you and flies right over your head and you just watch that bird and the enormity of that bird fly right over your head and then you turn around and now you see a bear coming out from behind the bushes walking along the bank and you just watch him and as long as you know that he's a good distance away from you, you could probably back up and just kind of reel your line back in and find a place to fish because they're not gonna bother you if you don't bother them. But the fact that I can go fishing and have a bear on the bank and eagles flying above me is amazing. This has been My Life Wildlife, a production of the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, Alaska Region, Office of External Affairs. Producers, Lisa Hupp and Chris Pacheco. Produced and story edited by David Hoffman for Citizen Race Car. Audio editing, sound design, and original music by Garrett Tiedemann. Artwork by Michelle Lawson. In Alaska, the employees of the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service are shared stewards of world-renowned natural resources and our nation's last true wild places. The lands and waters of this place we call home nourish a vast and unique array of fish, wildlife, and people. Our hope is that each generation has the opportunity to live with, live from, discover, and enjoy the wildness of this awe-inspiring land and the people who love and depend on it.